0: Hey, you mob? Which way? Welcome to another episode of Mob Yarns. Uh, It's episode three. So just going to talk a little bit about injustice as it pertains to Indigenous people on the Indigenous unsurrendered continent of the Great Southern Land. Uh, Just to recap, there are over 500 tribal nations that sit on this continent. We do have an illegal nation here known as the Australian nation, the only nation that is not connected to any of our tribal nations through cultural songlines. They are a nation created to advance the colonial agenda They have failed in their attempts to wipe out the First Nation people here, even though when you look at the policies of their nation, they seem to be policies that discriminate against Indigenous First Nation people. When it comes to injustice, Indigenous people are more likely to be profiled by police. Indigenous people are more likely to be refused bail. Indigenous people are more likely to be sitting on remand, waiting to go to court. Indigenous people are more likely to end up dead in custody. Indigenous people are more likely to be sentenced which takes it to, the it, well, in fact, it, it, it shows through statistics that Indigenous people are the most incarcerated population on, on earth. So letting that sink in for a minute, I'm just thinking about that bail and remand system. Because I know a lot of people that have been through that bail and remand system, and I wish I could have them here right now to tell you their stories, you know. But I've been given permission by them to to comment on it. So, for those of you who don't know about the bail and remand system, I'll give you an example, right? So, say for instance. An Indigenous fella's walking along the street. Coppers come and tap him on the shoulder. They arrest him. Uh, he he uh, fronts the bail magistrate and the bail magistrate says, refuse bail. That Indigenous fella then gets taken to prison and he sits in prison until he's got to go to court. To fight for his innocence or until the the coppers prove him guilty of the crime that they've charged him with. So that indigenous fella, he might sit on remand, that's that's what they call it when you're waiting to go to court but you haven't been sentenced. You've just been charged and you've been refused permission to go home and wait for your court date. They've deemed you a risk and have decided to put you on remand and it's called being refused bail. So they refuse your bail, they put you in prison and you're sitting in prison unsentenced just based on an accusation from the police and you're sitting there from maybe 12 months you sit there for. Or you could be sitting there for 18 months. You could be sitting there for two years. I know one fellow that sat there for three years on remand. On remand. So when you're on remand, you haven't been sentenced of a crime yet. You haven't been found guilty. You've just been accused. You've just been charged by the police and the magistrate um, refused you bail and said no you can wait in prison until you come before the judge to prove your innocence and a lot of the times indigenous people will go to court and they get let off with time served so they walk out of they walk out of the courthouse free but they've just served 6 months 12 months 18 months, two years or whatever for a crime that they either didn't commit or didn't deserve such a lengthy time on remand. So hypothetically, say someone, say an Indigenous person, because, you know, Indigenous people are the ones profiled by the police... Say so an indigenous person gets charged with a crime where the maximum penalty for that crime is six months or twelve months. If that if that indigenous person has been sitting in remand for two years and then they get released for time served, they've just said they've just set in prison for six extra months or or whatever it is, for a crime. So they've done more than the maximum. And as far as I know, there's no compensation pathway for that Indigenous person. And in the meantime, they've been in remand and they've witnessed really traumatic stuff because people are confined to small places. You're with a lot of different types of people. There are people in there with mental health issues. There are dangerous people in there. And so the Indigenous Fala is witnessing some really traumatic things. So... Being on remand, refuse bail, might seem like a good idea to the magistrate. But what the magistrate's doing is encaging the Indigenous man's body, but he's forgetting about what it does to the Indigenous man's mind and what it does to his spirit. I've never met an Indigenous person who has left remand or left custody in general and not be affected by it, not be affected by being in a closed-in space, not being affected by the horrific things they've seen in there, and a few other things. I can give you detailed stories about some of the things People have, you know, told me about their experience being in Rema- on remand. Things they've seen, things they've witnessed, um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, they all say it's a traumatic experience, you know, like that has affected them. And it affects them for the rest of their lives. Welcome to the Bail and Remand system. and needs to be changed. The, the, the whole system needs to be dismantled. You shouldn't have to be a person of colour or an Indigenous person walking down the street and then getting tapped on the shoulder by coppers. And for that matter you shouldn't have to be a homeless person that gets tapped on the shoulder too because even homeless people get refused bail because they got no address. So the system criminalises people who are homeless and um, discriminates against people who are Indigenous, discriminates against the most vulnerable people participating in life. And these systems have to change Black Lives Matter revolution is still in full effect, even though colonial-sided media and um, algorithms on on um, online are trying to wipe Black Lives Matter revolution off all social media platforms and stuff, and off the news. But just because you don't see it don't mean that it's not still happening. And just like the injustices, they're still happening too. There are still people and families wanting justice for the injustice injustices committed against their loved ones. There are family hurting out there, guys. There's families hurting because their loved ones have died in remand. And I'm talking blackfellas, right? Or died in custody. And it's got to change. I want you to go and follow... Stop Black Deaths in Custody. They've got an Instagram page. They've got a Facebook page. Go follow them, fellas. Follow all the indigenous mobs who were speaking out against injustice. Follow people who were speaking out within the Black Lives Matter revolution. Do your own research. If you're not already part of the revolution, ask yourself why and go and do some research about it. In the meantime, it's really important to keep safe. Whether or not you believe in COVID-19, keep safe people, wear your mask, do your hand hygiene, do your social distancing, keep safe because The world needs ya, and for those in the revolution, the revolution needs ya. And if you um, wanna attend gatherings, just stay safe. Just stay safe. And stand with indigenous people to get the justice that we're screaming out for. Stand with black people to get the justice we are screaming out for. Stand together in unity to get the justice that we can, we can all celebrate. And don't forget, stay black And for you non-indigenous mob, stay informed.